0: Hello, and welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode number 127. I'm your host, Mike Gutterman, coming to you from the Gutterman Cave on a Monday night, Tuesday morning. Uh, It's been a strange day, and uh, I woke up this morning uh, throwing up, (laughs) so I've been pretty darn sick. And But uh, fortunately, my knee seems to be getting better, but uh, my sickness is not. So I spent, uh, gosh, like three hours in the doctor's office this evening getting all sorts of meds. I'll try not to cough and sniffle through this entire podcast. Uh, but I have meds now that are be entering my bloodstream very soon. Antibiotics and all kinds of crazy stuff to see if this can, uh, I can whip this thing. The spring allergy season is upon us. And uh, wow, it has attacked me really uh with a vengeance, and uh, my voice might sound a little strange because I'm pretty congested, <laughs> but uh yeah, not the way I really wanted to start the day or spend the day. I wanted to get out this evening and start my double exposure film exchange challenge. I got my film loaded into my camera and all that and I just could not do it. I've been pretty much laying around most of the day barely able to move or function. It took everything I had in me to get to the doctor's office and get meds but uh and it's uh taken quite a bit to get out here to the gutter man cave and do this podcast but you know I can't let the listeners down, right? I mean, it's Monday night. It's supposed to be a podcast, right? Uh, so, <laughs> so I may not have much alcohol in my system, but I have plenty of meds <laughs> in my system. So we'll see how that uh, affects my um, ability to podcast. But all right, enough of that negative crap. Let's talk about some positive stuff. Let's talk about some film stuff. Uh, as far as uh, well, here's some some revelations I've had this week. Um, I have been in my developing process, been using like these uh, measuring cups for my uh, glass measuring cups, like kitchen measuring cups for my chemicals when I do home developing, and the markings on them are in ounces, which has been fine for the most part uh, with my developing process. They're like anchor hocking. Uh, glass measuring cups mainly made for kitchen use but they've been fine for what I have I've been using them uh, but they're they're pretty heavy and uh, the pour spout on them isn't all that precise as because uh, I don't think they're really meant for photochemicals quite so much but but I've gotten along with them for quite a few years but I wanted to get something that measures in the metric system Oh the world is forcing this metric system on us on us yanks and uh I finally had to succumb to it because now that I'm uh, mixing like HC110 uh it just makes the me- measuring things out in the metric system in milliliters makes more sense than trying to do uh ounces and convert that stuff Uh, it just converts better to milliliters so uh what i'm getting at is i needed to replace these uh glass kind of cooking anchor hocking measuring cups (laughs) uh for uh uh, my film developing home film developing so i was looking for some plastic just, just some cheap plastic uh you know, uh, beakers, and I needed a small graduated cylinder too to help me mix my H-110 properly. Uh, So I kind of went on... Amazon and uh, looked at and you know the prices just weren't all that great and it seemed like every time I found one that was decent the 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 markings on it didn't really translate to photochemicals all that well and then I looked at like the ones actually made for photochemicals from like B&H and all that and they seemed ridiculously pricey for what they were and so I you know I went through all the avenues all the usual suspects eBay Amazon all these things B&H and just uh freestyle, I wasn't finding anything that I, I thought all these thing options were a little more expensive than what they, I thought they should have been, so I decided you know what, let me just do a Google search. Maybe there's a company out there that's uh you know that will will solve my issues, and I managed to find a website uh called Home Science Tools, and they were super cheap, and so I'm really happy about it. I bought like three beakers. Uh, from them plastic beakers uh, like a thousand milliliter uh, beakers uh, and they were only like 395 $3.95 each and then I uh, also bought a little graduated cylinder that was a 25 milliliter graduated cylinder for me to mix up my uh, to pour my HC-110 in to get the proper uh, dilution I need to put into uh, You know my water to mix the chemical properly when I'm going to develop film on that particular session. So and that was only like a dollar ninety. So you know for like fifteen bucks, I got everything I needed. And you know they're plastic and but they do the job. And so I was really happy about that. If you're looking for cheap um, beakers, graduated cylinders, I can I can totally recommend this uh, website, Home Science Tools. Uh, very very cheap stuff I mean, you, and you can spend more you can get the glass they have glass uh, options and they also even have uh, some pyrex uh, options as well if you want to spend big money but I just wanted some cheap plastic uh, graduated cylinders and, and beakers <laughs> so and so it was really really a nice find and uh, they delivered those I got those today and I'm super happy with them uh, yeah it's gonna work out perfect so uh, can finally retire the uh, Anchor hocking kitchen measuring cups I've been using for years and years, and uh, get away from the imperial system and finally join the rest of the world on this m- stupid metric system. but uh all right, you guys win but uh, <laughs> but uh also I had an issue i've been I've always stored my uh, film developing chemicals in plastic jugs, the brown plastic photo jugs. Mine were made by Kalt, uh, K A L T, which makes a lot of uh, you know photo uh, accessories, film, photo accessories, or whatever. And uh, I went to develop uh, this uh, this last weekend, and one of my jugs was leaking. Uh, when I pulled it out of my shelf that I where I store my photo chemicals, uh, I just noticed that my some some solution got down on my arm. I was like, "Well, what happened here? Is the cap not tight, or what's going on?" Well, it turns out the jug had a split in it, a little tiny split on the side of it, and it was leaking. And, uh, so I was like, well, shoot, uh, I got to get this into another jug and, you know, uh, save this chemical because it's going to leak out everywhere and I just mixed up it was like I think it was the hypo clear that was leaking and I just mixed this up so it was a brand new batch of it I didn't want to lose it so luckily I had an uh two extra jugs uh from that from back in the day or whatever same same type of jug made by Calt, the brown one gallon jugs uh so I pull another jug out I'm like well let me just transfer this to this other jug well I start to rinse it out before I put the hypo clear into it and it's also cracked, and it's leaking, and it's got a huge crack in it, like an inch-long crack in, in the jug, and I'm like, well, crap, so now I've, I'm down to one extra jug, and i was like, I hope it doesn't have any cracks in it, so I pull that one out and get my HypoClear uh, transferred to that, and luckily it did not have any cracks, but at this point I have no extras, and I'm wondering, like, why are these things cracking, like? I don't know. I don't know if it's something with the cult brand of developing, uh, you know, brown uh, chemical bottles. Uh, I know there's another maker. I think it's Delta makes the brown bottles as well, the plastic jugs. Uh, So I don't know. Maybe I'll have to order some Deltas in case these cults keep splitting on me. Uh, Or maybe I need to go to glass, maybe some amber glass uh, jugs. So I don't know. Maybe I'll have to, like, visit a brewing, home brewing, beer brewing place and maybe buy some amber jugs. Uh, I guess maybe I should probably consider starting to mix up a liter size solutions instead of gallon size. But I generally like doing the gallon size because I think you save money if you buy the gallon size uh, developing chemicals. Uh, So I've always kind of bought gallon size uh, on those. And with you know the warmer weather ha- happening now i'm going to be shooting more and developing more so it kind of makes sense i think to stay with the gallon size uh uh containers so maybe i need to buy some some delta brand uh, brown jugs. see if they hold up any better i don't know why these cults are splitting now granted they are over a decade old and when i was in my digital dark ages Uh, I probably stored them in an attic where it got cold and hot and cold and hot uh, in the years I wasn't using them, and maybe that affected them. I'm not sure, but it was very strange to see these things kind of splitting on me, and it worries me (laughs) because I don't want to, like, have them split and chemicals leak out everywhere when I'm not noticing them on my shelf in a cabinet uh, where I store my chemicals. So it's got me a little bit concerned. So probably going to have to look for another storage solution as far as jugs go. But uh, I'm always looking for a, a good set of jugs. But uh, <laughs> if anybody has any any recommendations on nice jugs, I'm all about it. <laughs> but uh, another thing I will say is uh, typically, you know, uh, I've always, you know, you lose a little chemicals with my agitation process and my tank. So, you know, it's to keep the jugs topped off. I would always kind of squeeze them a little bit to kind of get the liquid level up to the top. So when I screwed the cap on, there wouldn't be any air in there. And maybe the squeezing the jugs has caused uh, some splits and cracks because maybe that's not necessarily uh, good for them. So I did run out and buy a whole bunch of marbles (laughs) because now instead of squeezing the jugs and getting the chemical up to the top of the cap, when I recap uh, the chemicals, now I can just throw some marbles into the jug and get the, uh, the the chemical level to raise up that way, rather than trying to squeeze a jug and uh, squ- squeeze a jug. <laughs> this, this this is starting to devolve again, but uh, yeah, and uh, yeah. So marbles, you can put marbles in your chemical bottles and get the level up to the top of the cap without having to squeeze jugs whether you like squeezing jugs or not (laughs) all right let's uh let's get out of this and uh, i'll uh, take a little break and get to the next segment okay after all that talk about chemicals i um i needed to, to order some more chemicals i always like to keep um my next round of chemicals in stock so that If something was to happen I would still have a fresh set of chemicals ready to go for my next batch so I needed some uh, HypoClear and uh, surprisingly I was I'm getting to about less than half of my photo flow so which still probably is another two years of photo flow but (laughs) because it's as little as you use of it but So I was looking to uh, kind of like, you know, get a little backup stock. I always like to keep the next round of chemicals in stock or whatever. So I have normally, the last couple of times I've ordered chemicals, I've been going with the Arista brand, Arista Premium brand, uh, or I don't know, maybe it's Legacy, Legacy Pro uh, brand from Freestyle, and it's the chemicals that... Uh, kind of match like kodak uh the kodak chemicals uh, perfectly so i've been buying those the last couple of times and they're cheaper and they work just as well and it's the same uh you know uh, same mix as the kodak uh typical chemicals we use for like you know fixer and all that and hypo clear and stop bath so uh i've been buying those so i went to order some more of those and but they were out of stock of like I think they were out of stock of the hypoclear, which is what i actually needed. So I was like, well, what else is out there? So I found a small little company and probably if you've worked in any sort of dark room or school dark room, you may have ran into this, but so I found sprint chemicals. Uh, they are based in wound socket, Rhode Island. And, uh, I kind of researched them a little bit and, uh, it's kind of an interesting story. Uh the founder was his name was Paul Crot. He in 1973 he was a full time he was full time faculty at the Rhode Island School of Design, and he started this company to make uh, the photographic processing safer and more accessible to students, and uh, that was kind of his goal. And uh, at this point, they supply over 800 darkrooms of schools and universities with chemicals. Uh, sprint uh photo systems is what it's called and uh he died i believe sometime in the 90s but his uh i guess his girlfriend uh, i don't know if they ever got married or not but uh she now runs the company her name is marlene noel she is the president and uh she has kind of taken over the company and kept his vision alive uh after his passing uh so i was like well you know what let me let me try these guys out it's a small little company in rhode island i can i can support that i get behind that you know and um so my thought is you know as far as developers go film developers nothing's probably i was always a diehard d76 guy and now i'm a diehard hc 110 guy and that's probably not going to change i'm really sewed on the way hc 110 makes my developing process so much easier and um So I'm going to stick with that. But as far as like, you know, stop bath, fixer, hyperclear, even your wedding agent, uh, I don't I can go with another company. I can go with Sprint for that and their prices are right. So I went ahead and on their website placed an order. Well, some somewhere during the ordering process, I forgot to select a delivery option. And so they sent me an email the next day saying, hey, you know, uh, how do you want? What, what delivery option do you want or whatever. So I called them and uh, to kind of get this all worked out. And so I call them, and the president answers the phone. Marlene Noel answers the phone, and she talks to me. We had like a half-hour conversation. <laughs> it was the coolest thing ever. Like, talk about great customer service. Like, she was telling me about, like, the company and how small they are and how, like, their plans for the future and Oh, it was just—it just—it was an awesome conversation. We, of course, we got the shipping worked out or whatever. And she actually like apologized about the shipping costs because the box is going to weigh quite a bit because uh, the chemicals or whatever. And uh, I probably could have actually gotten it cheaper if I just bought it from B and H because I think B and H sells them, and I probably got free shipping through B and H. Uh, but I'm kind of glad I didn't. Kind of glad I bought it direct through them and paid for the shipping because I got to have this awesome conversation with the president of the company, and uh, she was just super cool and uh, it was just a great positive experience and she was telling me <laughs> like, yeah, you know, she's kind of wanting to retire soon, she wants to sit on a beach at some point and uh, but she already has somebody lined up to take over the company after her and keep the vision alive or whatever, so I just it was just so cool and I would i it's got my wheels spinning i would love to find a way to get her on this podcast because she was a real a real spitfire and uh it would have been great uh to have her on here and talk to her about what it's like to be a small photochemical manufacturer in this day and age but uh but yeah so uh it was just super cool like it, it there's something about supporting these small photo companies, right? Like, uh, we love the the new film companies coming out. These small uh, kind of, I don't know, boutique-type things coming out. But this is a company that's very small, based in Rhode Island, making their chemicals there. And, uh, yeah, it, I, I really think that for the future... Other than my developer, which I'm sticking with Kodak's HC110, for the other chemicals, I think I'm going with Sprint from here on out. And oh yeah, because they because she was uh, kind of I don't know like like apologizing about the shipping costs, they like threw in a free T-shirt for me and some some pencils and some brochures. And she even gave me her personal cell phone number and told me, hey, call me if you have any questions. If you want some samples. I'll send you some samples if you want to try anything else out. And yeah, so it was just super, like how many presidents of a company give you their personal cell phone number to contact them about anything, any of your needs or whatever. And I, I didn't tell her that I did a podcast, but I kind of want to call her and say, hey, is there any way we can get you on this show and talk about uh, what it's like to manufacture photochemicals in this day and age? But, uh, but yeah, if you've been in any kind of school dark rooms, you've probably seen it uh, sprint chemicals, but they, uh, you know, a lot of people kind of maybe look down on them a little bit because they are known as the student chemicals, Uh, sort of like maybe like a K 1000 is known as a student camera, (laughs) but, uh, let's not get snobby here. These chemicals, uh, obviously work. If, if students can, can get good prints with their chemicals, then, uh, that should tell you that it's, uh, it's probably pretty good stuff. But uh, the interesting thing about uh, the way they do things is most of their chemicals uses the same sort of dilution. It's like one part of chemical to nine parts of water. And uh, so they kind of stick with that through most of their chemical range. So that makes things easier. And also even like for darkroom printing. Now I may use all their chemicals for darkroom printing, even my developer. Because uh, the nice thing about the way they've set up the dilutions the one part the nine parts water whatever they say when you when you're mixing for printing uh, black and white darkroom printing uh when the purple indicator and the stop bath uh, when the purple indicator and stop bath uh shows up like when the stop bath turns purple you know that uh it's it signals the simultaneous exhaustion of all three working solutions. So you know when your when your stop bath goes purple, your developer and your fixer is also exhausted at that point. So kind of a nice way to kind of keep track on uh, your darkroom printing uh, when your chemicals have have uh, reached their limit. But uh, so I'm I'm a big fan of them right now. Like uh, yeah, it's just really cool. I, I haven't had a customer service experience quite like that. Uh, in a long time maybe ever and uh when you call the company and the president answers the phone and gives you her personal cell phone number says hey call me if you never need anything or if you want some samples we'll send you some samples like that is super awesome so yeah i can uh heartily recommend uh if you want to look for some uh a a different supplier if you've not used sprint uh photo systems chemicals in the in the past maybe uh give them a shot it's a uh, a really small cool company so uh, I was super impressed with them and like I said other than my film developer I think they're gonna be my photochemical choice from here on out uh, I was that impressed with them and uh, so it's just really cool to support small companies in this beautiful little film community that we are all involved in so all right, that is the end of this episode of the Negative Positives Podcast. You can see my photography on Instagram at Gutterman Photo, on Facebook at Mike Gutterman Photography. You can email this program at guttermanphoto at gmail.com, and you can join the Facebook group. It is the Negative Positives Film Photography Podcast Facebook group. Everybody stay positive, take some cool film photos. And I will see you soon. Thank you very much.